0: Welcome back to Why, though. We are so glad you are joining us. Let's finish this year out strong. woo Oh, reflections, reflections, reflections. Now, as we talk about this year, let's first take a minute and talk about the middle of this Christmas season. Ashley, we are in quite a time, the end of the year, the end of a decade, Ashley, (laughs) and yet here I am. Trying to get my presents for my kids, and you want to know what happened, Ashley? You want to know what happened yesterday? You need to tell us. Yesterday, I was my I I went to the first service because I was serving in our first service at church. Oh, first gathering, not service. Oh, millennials. Um, and uh, I came home to work, and my husband took the kids to the second gathering. I came home early so I could work, and I heard a little something something on my doorstep. And I thought, oh, it must be like the neighbor's car door opening or something, right? So I look outside my office window, and I'm like, oh, I don't see anything. And I think it was a package being delivered. Mm. And, okay, let me rephrase that. I later came to find that it was a package being delivered. And some <laughs> that joke That was after all of your recon work is what <sighs> we're hearing from you. <laughs> that is exactly what you're hearing, Ashley. And I am here to report my sob story on the Why Though podcast to say, <gasps> my Christmas gifts were stolen off my what? porch yes are you joking no I'm not joking look at me being organized what do you even mean explain I know well I was like feeling I was feeling myself getting myself all organized getting all my gifts before the 20th and you know I'm gonna stay up till like two in the morning wrapping them Christmas Eve because I hate wrapping anything to do with my hands I can't wait how can you hate wrapping it's
1: like my dream life (gasps) making a present beautiful I wish we were neighbors do you also braid your hair all your presents beautiful
0: oh i will take you up on that you just watch yourself (laughs) i will show up with my gifts no all of them shipped to your house (laughs) and you wrap them and then i'll have all the postage ready to send them to my house you just wait don't don't don't, say things like that on the air in fact uh listeners her address is no i'm joking um (laughs) everybody send no, no what if that was your side hustle (laughs) was gift wrapping Honestly, I mean, I need one, so that would be great. I mean, I'm here for the that. Worst. It's not the worst. My side hustle would be nope, got nothing. Okay, so my kid, <laughs> let me tell you what was in those boxes. Let me tell you what was in those boxes. Seven count pair of undies for my oldest, which he needs, so let's talk about how big a yeah. deal that is. Huge. Um, some new shears to cut my kid's hair, because, Aww. I know, I just, you can't use kitchen scissors anymore, you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta spend the $12 mm-hmm. and buy some shears. Okay, what else was in there? You absolutely um, do. My son is not listening to this, so I will keep telling the gifts that were in there. Um, <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Aww. I mean, he was so excited. He got some from- books? Well, so I mean, rude. it's just so not great. What else was in there? Oh, oh. Um, my littlest is really into Blaze and the Monster Machines. It's yes. Have some Phonics, Blaze and the Mo- it was like a six pack Phonics, Blaze and the Monster Machine books. Because, you know, we only do like two, three or four gifts here right. at the Blue Mouse. Yep. And they all got stolen. That's terrible, Tiffany. I know. I, I need a plan. I need a Were plan. Were they cause... Amazon
1: at least? Because Amazon will refund them like quickly. Well, am- least, well, well.
0: Do you think they will, re- even if it was stolen? Oh,
1: 100%, because everyone steals packages in New York. It is a thing. And all you do is call Amazon and say, hey, my package was stolen from, like, right outside of my apartment door. Can you please send another one? And they always do. Oh. Yeah. You know, Jeff is not paying taxes, but listen, they oh, will send yeah. your your, um, your package very quickly. They sure right. will.
0: And if they, if they try to dodge it, I will bring up Jeff and his taxes. You him. should. I I In think the that's the clear. thing. It's all. He, he's doing it legally. So what can we do about it? But listen, oh. they will send you new gifts, Tiffany. That's all you need to know about. You it. bringing up Jeff Bezos and his tax evasion, I could literally talk about that for hours and how upset it makes me. But I will not. I know. Saying that maybe a, on brand. That's a twenty twenty podcast. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, we're going to create a complete, completely new podcast. <laughs> right. called Why, Why the Jeff? Rogue? Why? <laughs> Oh, if Jeff could just direct some of that tax deferred dollars to the Wild anywhere. Wild podcast, I yeah, don't anywhere, understand. Really, I mean, whatever, it's fine. If Jeff, if you're listening, I'm joking. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Ashley, tell me how your December is going. That's how my December is going. That, well, and I am in a writing season. Yes, And you I'm are. writing, um, listeners, I-, I have a book dropping spring 2021. That's right. You heard me. I do not plan to release a book. In an election year, neither does Ashley. So we will see nope. you with our titles in the Barnes and in Noble and all the independent bookstores in 2021. But that doesn't mean we're not writing. And as we write, it's hard to think about Holly Jolly taking our kids and going doing all the festive things. Because. 100%. Yeah.
1: I also just like I can't believe it's already Christmas I mean we're at the time of this recording we're a week and a half away guys I have purchased no presents except for at the Michaels on Black Friday they had the ten canvases that I love for my children like the ten little ones that are like five by sevens for five dollars so I bought a few (gasps) packs of those they are literally sitting under the tree not even wrapped so every day the kids can just see them when they walk in (laughs)
0: we have not bought a
1: single parent for i mean present for a family member or our parents or like on cody's side we draw sibling names because there's so many of us so we draw sibling names and i have not purchased a gift for that sibling Oh, I, I like nothing. that low commitment. I love that. <sighs> we haven't even gone to see the Rockefeller tree. Like we have not even done any of our Christmas rhythms. But there is one thing I did do that make me made me feel very festive. And that was I dug out some of my old lady southern recipes as a child. Like dipping Ritz crackers with peanut butter into Ooh, like, white girl. chocolate. And doing it with little, you know, red sprinkles and glaze. So that was fun. I made homemade truffles. And then I like bagged them up for some of our... Um, our bosses and coworkers and some of um, the people that we love. So that was really fun for me personally. But that is the only thing I have done festive. And the other thing I'm forced to do, because this this Thursday my son has his winter celebration at school, Ooh. and I'm in charge of the cookie decorating. So that's the other <laughs> thing. But that is, again, that's because I'm a class parent, and I don't really get to choose that. That's just part of my role. So I'm not doing well with Christmas this year, guys. 20, 2019 Christmas is just not going the way it usually
0: goes. Uh, just to recap, listeners, she has some unwrapped <laughs> – canvases <laughs> under her tree that her kids can see uh-huh there's no mystery there i love it I there's love none it. there's no mystery i i'm not gonna lie it made my day day <laughs> made, day made. <laughs> listeners we just want you to know the bar doesn't have to be that high you can unwrap canvases i do love your southern style southern ways though that was kind of fabulous i'm deeply the, the cooking recipes
1: are so great Ugh. they really are
0: So when I think, oh, I want some Christmas cookies, what I mean is, oh, Derek, will you make me some Christmas cookies? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Lucky. That's amazing. Uh, That's all that means. You know what, though? I think I'm going to spin it up, uh, uh, just really toss it up this year and do some uh, Christmas biscuits. Biscuits, maybe just because I want biscuits and sausage. But just mm. I don't know why, but biscuits just sounds so festive right now to me. I have now no listen, idea why.
1: my husband, the Texan, can make a biscuit like you're <gasps> you've never had in your entire life. So next time you're what? here, I will have him make his biscuits for you. They are like perfectly salty. Or he can do the sweet biscuits that you can have with like peaches cooked in bourbon or something. <gasps> like he's so oh good at that. Gosh, yes. Or peach cobbler. He does a killer like strawberry cobbler. I mean it's amazing. And almost made with biscuits. So next time you're out here. Guys, I feel like in our show notes you need some of these recipes. So I'm gonna be sweet enough to include one of my southern staples just for you guys on the why though podcast in our show notes it will be for you
0: is it going to be a biscuit
1: or is it going to be a cookie no it's not going to be a biscuit i'm sorry it isn't okay. we can't give away our um our biscuit recipe guys that's that's top secret but if you'd like to know where you can get one i recommend the mad hungry cookbook that's that's your sweet spot she has a sweet and a regular biscuit
0: and we you know like, do you've, some been, to you've been digging that mad hungry cookbook for quite a few years now i'm very impressed Oh, we cook everything in there. We love it. It's the best. Oof. Love it. Love it. All right. So I hope, listeners, you are encouraged to know that, you know what? You don't got to do all the things if you don't have time or the margin nope. or the money. If, if there's anything that we are here to encourage you, it is to not meet other people's expectations <laughs> or even your own, <laughs> you said, early in the year, because we ain't got time for that. Well... I, I also want to say that I would have never thought of Michael's as a place to get some good deals. So Oh, totally, especially if you have kids who are into art or you like making things. There, there you go. It's the spot. There you go. I'm the most anti-crafty person I've ever met. So, again, I forget those places exist. But they're, yeah. but they're, but they're there. They're there for those who need them. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they okay, are. Well, let's talk about not only reflecting on art, our pitfalls of december but <laughs> mm-hmm. our reflections of the whole year because you know what reflections are necessary you can't think about where you're going if you yep. don't take a minute to think about where you've been and and sometimes in the moment we forget all god's done we really yeah, do so we forget true. that he's been so faithful that he has met us in dark moments and and hard places And we've had some highs. We've had some lows. And not just looking at the financial gains or the physical gains, but the abstract ones as well, I think, is so necessary. Um, When thinking of reflections, I'll go first, Ashley. Go Um, for it. I will honestly say compassion for my children. (laughs) Maybe Mm. that's a little too honest with y'all. But um, sometimes when you live with people who are so opposite than you and you just wonder, why are you – approaching this issue from that angle or you know we can say why are you too emotional or why are you too why are you so angry or why are you this or why are you that versus thinking you know what i'm gonna have compassion i'm gonna let the peace of christ rule my heart and come yeah. at you with compassion and to be a student to your needs and learn what is the struggle and what is the root of that struggle and I, just even that um that position of the heart just goes a long way in learning to love your people. So I would just say compassion Mm. to just stop and listen and learn and pivot to what we need, Um, whether that's different therapies, whether that's different parenting styles, whether that's a snack or a nap, you know? Like, I'm just saying, like from the biggest things to the littlest things of just, you know, so much of our children's inner voice as an adult is gonna be our voice now. And if that's the case, and if if I am shaping their view of God in this very short season that they live in my home, hmm. then what does that look like? And being able to constantly self-assess, is this helpful? Is this encouraging? Um, and just, uh, just to go down this uh, rabbit hole just a little more, one of the things that is really... Um, been impressed upon me even just in the last couple weeks Hmm. and I've seen how uh, when I haven't employed this um, ideology that it has backfired and it is this praising my children not for their intelligence but for their effort not for their inherent gifting but for their hard work and research shows I've recently learned this from a book I read beginner's Pluck" by Liz Bohannon and Mm. she she cited this research from Columbia University and it's was that if you encourage children for their gifting oh you're so smart they're less likely to take risks in the future because they only want to attack or go after things that they think that they'll win at right but if you if you celebrate and commend them for their effort and hard work um then they're likely to go after hard things and take risks and and really understand that failure is part of the process. So I've seen you know, I've I've had that view of parenting in the past, but just really being able to put language to it and feet to it um just in the last couple of months I think has been really helpful. Um and and I think also, you know, every child wants to believe they're special, set apart, unique, unlike anyone else. And they are a child of God, and they are made in his image. And one of the things we tell Jericho is, you're the best, and treat everyone like they are the best, because they are. Yeah, Um, It's one of the things when he gets out of school, gets out of the car to head into school every morning. That's one of the things we say. So, um, but thinking like, okay, how can we praise him more for his effort um, and celebrating hard work? And seeing that that... um, that is necessary and grit is to be celebrated.
1: I love that, I will jump off of that because I same with my kids. So I think that you know where we are in Manhattan and the school that he's in, Levi tested into a gifted and talented school which we could have a whole other conversation about education and whether or not that's a good idea another time and it would make an amazing podcast because we really wrestled over that decision but ultimately we decided to put him in one of the gifted and talented schools. And I have had a very difficult time because it's so highly focused on academics and testing and they so very rarely allow the kids to just sort of you know win at stuff you know I like even when I went in for his performance review that they do like he scored like all threes and like one four in storytelling and different things like that and that didn't bother me because it turns out they don't give fours to hardly anyone for anything even though this is a gifted and talented class so that he spends the bulk of his time in that classroom and in that environment like performing and so I think for me one of the things I've really had to allow room and space for is that he's been containing all day because he's been performing all day and when he comes home from school like he just needs the freedom to sort of like let loose a bit
0: and be who
1: he is and you know we don't value performing in this house like that because Cody and I both you know felt that pressure in our lifetime and we don't want to our kids to feel that same type of pressure so we make sure we cultivate environments where they can just be instead of feeling they always have to perform to get our approval. And so that that deeply resonated with me. And sometimes I'm not sure if it's working. <laughs> but then we had this beautiful moment with Levi. And some of you may have seen this on my Instagram TV. But I had this beautiful moment with Levi we were working on a little project for school. And he had to they asked the question, what language does your culture speak? And my son said, Love. And for oh. me, that was just the most powerful affirmation because that's what I want him to feel in our house. And I know Cody shares that as well. Like we want him to feel loved here. and We want that to be the language that comes out of our mouth. And mm. um, as much as he's having to perform at school, I want him to feel like, okay, even if you don't perform well, it's okay. And you're allowed to have a bad day. And you can have a stinky attitude sometimes. And yes, you're going to say things that are wrong. Guess what? That's the human experience. Yeah. And making sure that we're we're communicating with that. And then another thing along with like family and parenting, of 2019 is my mom moved um, from New York down to North Carolina. And it's so beautiful. She bought her dream home. It is just remarkable. And we love having a place that we can drive down and go visit right there on the beach. It's stunning. And also it, it created um, less margin for me. Um, and, and I love that. I'm so happy for her. And at the same time, I've had to learn how to be a full time stay at home mom basically. And um, also do my work and do my job and love my children. And so that has been a real exercise in grace and a real exercise of, in me understanding how to delight in my children. Um, because as a, as a woman who works and also stays at home, sometimes I find myself just wanting my children to do things. So like on to the next thing on the schedule or this, that, and the other. And so I'm learning as a parent in 2019, how to delight in them and how Mm. to take time for them and not how to just figure out how to parent them all the time, but just like, let me just delight in you. Let me just be here with you and look into your eyes and look into your face and really connect with you. And so that hasn't been easy for me. And I don't think it's my natural wiring or my personality in general. So it's been a really beautiful opportunity for me to grow and mature and think about what I can give to my children versus what I need them to do in order for me to make my life work. Um, So I've been very thankful for the lack of margin in that way. That's been really good for me.
0: Wow. Thank you for that. Oh girl, that was good. I just want to encourage all of us, no matter what you are doing or who you're with, taking a moment not to, um, emphasize the giving and receiving, but the delighting that is just such a powerful, yeah, like simply delight is. in thinking of how the Lord delights in each of us. And, you know, flexing that muscle that we have as image bearers to simply delight in our people, whether you have kids, yes. whether you don't, whether it's family. And, and you know what? A lot of us right now in the next week and a half, we're going to go spend time with family. And that's totally. hard. And we're feeling anxious about it. And you can love them and delight in them and still recognize that they've harmed you yeah. or that they're, that they're not healthy. But being able to love what you can and being able to identify that which doesn't benefit you or them, I think is so necessary. So yeah. oh that idea of just simply delighting in your people is so necessary. And obviously listeners ours are, are very specific to our kids right now because that's our season and that's our totally. world and that's our life. Yes. And we both absolutely work from home and hustle and raising boys and doing all the things. Um I think another reflection, um, when I look at twenty nineteen, I have spent less um, mm-hmm. I, uh, my husband's a realtor and I'm a writer. We both are freelance, if you will, um, self-employed and as his, you know, as a business owner and then me as a writer and speaker and travel and do that. But that's not like, you know, a regular paycheck every month. Right. Um, and I'm a pretty, uh, frugal person by nature. And when I do drop some money, it's definitely on a nice meal. And we've talked about that before. That's something I totally so highly value. Um, or the grocery store. The grocery store is my my Disneyland. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, I've just, even, even when I look at a year ago and to now and how I've spent, I'm just realizing like, oh my goodness, my values have really been able to be reflected in my pocketbook of just even, I know this sounds random, but just even the random stuff at Target. And you're like, do I need this? I've been better able – to look and think, no, I don't. Eat. You know, especially those under ten dollar things. You know, totally, what I'm but they add up over a year. They, you know, yeah, You're they like, do. Well, yeah, I, I, I you was don't even sick keep to, them. <laughs> right, I was sick to my right, right. I was sick mm-hmm. to my stomach when I uh, on the budgeting app I use when I pulled up all my coffee purchases of twenty eighteen. Yep, and that's a rough one. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think going out for a coffee. Don't don't hear me that that's what I'm saying. But mine was over, over what it should be for any human being. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, let's not do that for 2019. And I'm proud of myself that I actually did what I said I was going to do, whether wow. it's the little stuff at Target or it's a coffee. And just those little things of looking like, okay, those tiny little habits that When you look over the long haul, they made such a difference to your pocketbook, to your well-being, to your understanding of what's important or what you think you deserve. You know, it's picking at those deeper thoughts and values and ideologies. And I think that um, looking like, okay, do I need this? I might want this. Do I need
1: this? Yeah, it's so good. I really love that, especially the motivation part that you're talking about. I think that's really powerful for all of us to see why we do what we do Mm -hmm. Um, and just sort of the entitlement that can sometimes come with money where it's like, well, I I had a bad day, so I deserve this or, you know, (gasps) and I'm not saying that's not always a terrible way. Like sometimes it's okay in the same way that Netflix binge is okay sometimes, but like if Mm -hmm. that's your regular rhythm, it's good to explore what's sitting underneath this thing that I keep doing that actually overall isn't that helpful not yep. maybe not even necessarily harmful but not helpful thank you for sharing that one that's so good yeah uh, i also um released a book this year <gasps> and so that was huge for me in 2019
0: you did and releasing it's such a, book, a great book and recording the
1: audiobook it was so awesome launch party here in manhattan it was oh, amazing and you guys all came my dearest oh friends my gracious
0: I, I just have to say listeners y- Ashley's book launch and and her content it's the real deal and it is not too late you can go pick it up in in stores you can independent bookstores Barnes and Noble of course you could order from Amazon by the time you hear this I bet there's still a few days to grab it for it to arrive before Christmas Um, I just encourage you it is it is the gift that keeps on giving truly 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 um that's beautiful thank you for mentioning that Mm -hmm. and 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 you Beautiful book launch. It was amazing. It was. I was so thankful. Any other reflections when you look back at twenty nineteen?
1: Um, you know what? Some some wild thing from our church that happened. Two things. Um, Cody and I have spent the last three years pastoring a beautiful church in Manhattan and we had 15 couples get engaged this year and that may not seem like a big deal but like in Manhattan that felt like God moving like that's really powerful for our faith community to have 15 couples engaged also we almost died doing premarital this year but that's another (laughs) story and then just seeing God come through on citizenship for people we have so many people Mm. in our church who are you know immigrants and are waiting on a visa or waiting on a green card or needed their citizenship up and you know some of them um, are are DACA residents who are still waiting to figure out what's gonna happen with DACA. And it has been the joy of our life to journey alongside people who maybe publicly are not sharing that information, but are waiting for God to move. And then seeing citizenships happen, seeing green cards, seeing companies sponsor people to get their visas. I mean, it's just been remarkable to see that happen in people's lives and to be a part of that story. And for me, immigration is such an important issue that we really care about as a family. And to see that happen in our midst and and really, truly miracle situations was just overwhelming the goodness and grace of God. So I'm very thankful for those things. I love that.
0: Um, Speaking of community, I would say one of the things I'm so grateful when I reflect on 2019 is we have been at our church for a full year. And it after years of wondering if we would find a church that aligns with some of our deep-seated values of justice and a holistic approach to the gospel. It has been just a glorious gift to find a place where we can raise our babies and plant our feet and grow some roots and love these people and show up with a roast chicken when somebody had a miscarriage or Mm. celebrate somebody's, uh, you know, finding that they're free from cancer or a job promotion or all those things, you know, of just doing life. I love that you brought that up. Just the in and out of marriage and babies and jobs and, you know, somebody in recovery or all those beautiful things of like, this is what makes up a life. That's exactly right. I wholeheartedly agree. That is the point that That we're here for. You know, is to love and care for each other. I'm so thankful. Amen. Listeners, we encourage you, as you reflect on 2019, think of... Think of your community, think of, of those faces who have made such an impact in your life and the opportunity that you have had to make an impact on the other people's lives, uh, in your family, at work, um, in your finances. There really is so much to be thankful for when you look um, when you look at the whole year. And I think especially at Christmas when we are so sharply reminded of what we don't have, I think reflecting and having an attitude of gratitude, gratitude is just so necessary so necessary to start your year off right
1: it is i wholeheartedly agree any last thoughts ashley nope that's it we're so thankful for you guys and we're praying that as you reflect on your 2019 that god would pour comfort in the places that you need it and that he would journey with you as you reflect and think about this year and about who you want to be in the new year and we are rooting
0: you on Mm, amen amen merry christmas Bye bye Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you next week.